Yeah. Start. <laughs> okay. Oh no, you do it. You do it. All right. Cool. Hello, hi guys. Welcome back to another Buzz FCA podcast. I think this is our fourth episode this semester, yeah. or just in general, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, it's been put out four of these already. That's so crazy. Four, you guys. <sighs> But yes, so exciting. Um, for those who are uh, unfamiliar with FCA, we are the Filipino Cultural Association at the University of Maryland College Park. Um, we embrace our culture to the UMD community and create everlasting memories while doing so. And this podcast will expose you, our viewers, uh, or listeners about our community and lifestyles by the general body for the general body. Thank you, David. <laughs> yes, and... I I am your co-host, David Too, and I'm here with my lovely, lovely Buzz uh, FCA host, Mary Rose. Thank you, David. Yes. Woohoo! I appreciate it. We're back in a different. We're back. It's okay. This is this is a thing. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> uh, as you can tell, all of our shoots and all of our film locations have been different every single time. But you know, that's that's just what makes it fun. You know. It Crazy. does. And we're in the ESJ building. Um, this is our first time grabbing this room, this which room, is really nice. Right, yeah. Um, It's so, kind of hard to find, but. Hard to find, yes. So hopefully, maybe we'll continue in this room, but mm-hmm. we don't know for the next episode. So, <laughs> I mean, this I like this room. It's a pretty nice I room. I like this room too. So I hope I can get it again at the mm-hmm. same time. Before we get into this episode, um, we just wanted to share some announcements with you guys, um, especially since we're in the spring semester now. PCN is picking up. Ooh, Ooh. what's yo? What's PCN? Oh yeah, what's PCN, Yo, David? What's PCN? What is that? That's so crazy. All right, so PCN stands for uh, the Philippine Cultural Night. Um, essentially, what it is is uh, it's basically the culmination of everything FCA. So um, we have a like uh, a main play, and we also have alongside it we have uh, showcases of modern dance and cultural dance. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and we also have um, I. F- They're called performances, where like people can show off their ta- like show off their talents, um, perform whatever they want, you know, like sing, like singing, dancing, things like that, like other niche things. So that's something that's gonna happen very soon, on April 9th. April 9th, you guys. Yes, mark your calendars. Woo! April 9th, It's very soon. Mm-hmm. Very soon. Yes, at at the date of this of this podcast like upload, it will be probably like. Two weeks away. Yeah, probably two weeks away, you guys. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe less, but who knows? And we're also working on some content for the PCN um, as well. So please look forward to that as well. Ooh. Yep. Modern workshops for PCN are starting this Wednesday. Oh, sorry. It actually started this past Wednesday. Oh. Okay, so that was okay. the first PCN workshop, and I think from here on out, it's going to be continuing, or it's it's just going to be PCN. Led workshops for uh, modern dance Ooh, from now on. Yep, okay. that's perfect. Uh, so that's going to be happening every Wednesday, and I know on every Monday there's going to be cultural dance. Um, I think Raymart is leading that. Raymart, our cultural chair. Ooh. Um, so I think we're doing sakuting, and then the blocking for that, and then there is one more that I forgot the name of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I know there's going to be at least two cultural dances. Um, Other than that, we have writing committee every 
Tuesday and every、mm-hmm. Friday.、Mm-hmm. And what writing committee is is it's basically、um, the committee that writes the the main play. And so I'm part of that. I think I'm writing two scenes, and then a, a lot of other people are writing it. But yeah, if you guys are interested, that's every Tuesday and Friday. So yes. Yes, thank you, David, there, for the.、Yep. <laughs> appreciate all the upcoming events. Yes, of course, of course. And for our next segment, me and David decided to do like an audience interaction. So if you guys follow us on the Buzz FCA Instagram, we posted like a little questionnaire thing,、um, stating like,、uh, what questions or shoutouts do you guys have for the Buzz FCA podcast?、Um, so we're we're actually going to go through some of them right now to.、Uh, To answer some of your questions or any of your shoutouts, first question we have is from Hannah. She says,、Ooh. "If you won the lottery, how are you spending your first one million dollars?" One million dollars—that's a lot of money, y'all. That's a lot of money.、Mm-hmm. Also, I'm very small brain with finances. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Unfortunately,、uh, if I had that much money. I would not have to worry about school anymore. Oh yeah.、Um, probably look into. Or like start researching,、mm-hmm. like I guess investing in just a lot of things because I don't like honestly I don't know, but a lot of people have been like <laughs> talking about investing and how it's like really good for you and I'm just like, nice. Yeah, I would have to、um, like research a lot more into that because I'm not very knowledgeable on that. It's <laughs> okay. So yes.、Mm. Um, other than that, I would probably just、um, save. Put it like either put it in the savings or just like save it for you know、mm-hmm. when I like absolutely need it because、mm-hmm. I don't want to try to like splurge at all. I feel like I'm a very big saver.、Mm-hmm. So I think. Yeah. What about you? Maybe for me, I probably give like a third to my parents,、mm-hmm. and then maybe a third. Like maybe I'll save like a third of it, and then what does that leave me? Like thirty. Three hundred thousand. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Three hundred thirty-three thousand. Three hundred thirty-three thousand. So from there, I'll probably like. Should I do stocks? I don't know. <laughs> Now I'm like,、yeah. after I hear, maybe I should get some stocks to like,、mm-hmm. I don't know, Iron Age or something. Yeah, <laughs> love the Korean barbecue、yeah. stocks. I don't know, Iron Age is I after eating at other places.、So, yeah. I think for the rest, I would probably get. Um, maybe like my own place, like an apartment、mm-hmm. complex for me and my boyfriend, and like a、nice. dog or something. Sorry, little family. So, yeah, <laughs> it's probably that's really good. <laughs> thank you. It's probably like after college though,、mm-hmm. but that's how I would use my money. Moving on to our second question. Yes. So the the next question we have is from Lady Danielle. Hi. Oh my God. Hi, Danny. Oh my God. Shout out to Lady Danielle, and also shout out to Hannah Santos. Oh for, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Hannah. It's okay.、Moved. Shout out to Hannah for、um, the、uh, wonderful question,、um, and then also shout out to Lady Danielle. Thanks, Danny. We、yes. love you guys. And one of the questions she has is, "What brings you joy?"、Hmm. I say, maybe for me, joy would be feeling loved,、mm-hmm. as like emotionally. But then other things that bring me joy, it would probably be like the small things, like finishing my my work,、um, getting things done,、mm-hmm. like going to the gym,、mm-hmm. uh, more of like the material、mm-hmm. type of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think it's very similar to me because. 
joy for me comes from a lot of different sources.、Mm. Um, like what you said about how going to the gym and just being like very self sufficient is very, like, that, I feel like that's very important to me. Like, I find joy in like one playing volleyball or like just being active in general.、Um, like, I'm, <laughs> I get a boost of serotonin like every time I like finish a run or like finish Ooh, a workout. Like, okay. Like, ah. so、I'm just like, I'm in my zone. So that brings me joy, but also,、um, my friends and、mm. a lot of my family brings me joy as well. Like, just having the, the what's the word? The security in、mm. like your friends and that knowing that they'll always be there for you is really nice.、Oh. Yeah. Very cute, very cute. I like、mm. that. I like it. And then. Our another question is from our own director, Andrea. Andrea. Andrea, what's we up? We love you too. We love you. Yes. And she asked, favorite water? Deer, Deer Park. Oh, I also have Deer Park. Deer Park, right? Wait,、yeah. is this、oh、unanimous、no. Deer Park? Wait, I have Kirkland today. Okay, okay, wait. Okay, Kirkland? Kirkland? Okay. Kirkland is passable. Okay. But I would, if I were to drink one, Water brand for the rest of my life,、hmm. it'd be Deer Park. I agree, Deer Park.、Yeah. But Kirkland is. Kirkland is. Is there. It's good. It gets、yeah. the thing done. Yeah. It's pretty good.、Mm. Okay. What are your thoughts on Fiji water? Fiji? Okay. Fiji water is too expensive for no reason and has design for no reason.、Mm-hmm. Is it even from Fiji? I don't even know.、See? All I know is that it tastes bad. <laughs> and people yeah, love it for some reason. It tastes.、So、I'm just like. It tastes for the aesthetic purpose because there's also the boxed water. This box water? Yeah, it's like a white carton, like a milk carton, and it has water in it. <laughs> right? What the? I, don't... I mean, if people are really into water, I, I get it. I mean, I'm not the person to judge. Like, that's all you. You got it. But just for me personally, I'll stick to my dear part. I think it was just for aesthetic purposes, because it's like, ooh, it's like a 21st century minimalist like, box. Oh my god. Something like that, but it's literally nothing. It's just water, guys.、This、Never. Water in a box. Don't buy that, please. It's a waste of money. And Fiji. Don't buy that either. Moving on from、uh, our viewer questions,、um, we're gonna get into the main topic or main theme of this podcast, which is kind of just like reflecting on this past couple years,、mm-hmm. just the pandemic. Um, our experiences during and after the pandemic, and、um, especially since we just came out of an in person semester,、oh, yeah. how that semester and our experiences in person like, compare and contrast to our experiences online、mm-hmm. and just、uh, like, generally、uh, throughout the pandemic. So, the first question we have is、uh, What did we do during the pandemic?、Mm. Very, very broad question. Can lead into multiple routes. I think.、Yeah. When what I was doing during the pandemic, it was like the last thing I remember doing was going to the museum with my boyfriend at the time.、Mm-hmm. And then the next day, it was like we didn't know what we were doing for like the next two this weeks. Was,、um, this was like right before the pandemic started?、Mm-hmm. Ah, I see.、Uh, but I mean, I think I was probably. Um, TikTok and doing all those trends and those dances at the time on the like the Dalgona、mm-hmm. coffee. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> the, my god, it's、yeah. <laughs> been so long. I know, and like the the like all the TikTok dances that happened.、Mm-hmm. I think、um, there's a lot of baking, baking, yeah, and cooking yeah. for myself. That's what I was doing.、Nice. Yeah, David,、uh, what was I doing right before? Oh, oh, 
So right before the pandemic happened, I was at my volleyball scrimmage against, like in high school, against another team,、mm. and we got the we got the text message or we got the notification from、um, uh, MCPS or our county's like public school site, basically saying we didn't have school the rest of the week.、Oh. I think because it was on a Wednesday, and then、mm. they were just like, "Yeah, no, like you don't have school Thursday, Friday." I was like. I was like, "Hey yo, that's kind of that's kind of tough." And then Saturday, Sunday came, and then I think on Sunday they were like, "You actually don't have school for like the rest of this week." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, that's amazing." <laughs> and then that week passed, and then eventually they were like, "We don't know when school will open up again." And that's when I was like. I'm kind of getting bored at home. I don't know what to do.、Mm. Um, so, like the very beginnings of COVID and just the pandemic itself, it was like I want to say it was like kind of really lonely for me because I was just at home with nothing to do.、Um, and then a little bit later into the pandemic, like right after, right after my senior year ended,、mm-hmm. I started getting back into like some of my old hobbies. Oh, that's like, good. Like I revisited.、Um, The games I played back in like middle school, so I like went back to like Call of Duty Zombies.、Oh、just、God. played a lot of zombies,、Dang. and then、um, just played a lot of just a lot of video games in general.、Um, but then eventually, I was like, I kind of don't want to play video games like for twelve hours. So、um, I started running again Ooh,、um, okay, good, during the pandemic,、good. and I kept that up for like a good month and a half. Maybe almost two months. So I was really, really fit during the pandemic. That's not bad. Not bad. Yeah. I think、um, when you mentioned games, it reminded me of、uh, I actually started playing Minecraft with friends again,、mm-hmm. and I took the time to like buy a realm or like before. I think I was playing with a friend, and then we he had a realm, and we had like all this stuff built during like the first few months of、um, the pandemic, and then once like it hit summer. It stopped, but then once we came back to school, I think I started my own realm and played、Ooh. with friends、um, on Minecraft. Realm as in like Minecraft server? Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because、uh, you remind,、oh. because my, no no、um, we like me and my friends also did it. I remember my girlfriend at the time wanted to start a Minecraft server of our own,、oh. and we did for like. One day, <laughs> Aww, and then and then I think afterwards we just played with our friends like on a shared server, which was really fun. That's good. I think, I think I'm still paying for that realm right now. Oh, <laughs> I'm still paying like the eight bucks, but I mean I'm gonna come back eventually. Eventually, right? Yeah, yeah. it's eight dollars, you guys. Not that bad, but、um, since we're talking about like our online、mm-hmm. stuff、um, going towards like the, I guess. The pre, what do you call it? Like, as we're like settling into the quarantine and going on to Zoom,、mm-hmm. uh, how was your experience like with our? How was your experience going into Zoom for the first time? For the first time, so the first time I was in Zoom was、um, back in high school. the The remainder of my, the remainder of that year was on Zoom, and because I was in the IB program back in my high school, I thought it was really, really, really chill. Because,、um, but like senior year as an IB student was really really rigorous, and I feel like I was lucky to,、uh, to have teachers that understood that.、Yeah. And so I think the majority or like the remainder of that school year, it was just us watching a lot of movies and、oh. 
like writing very short sum like not summaries like papers on it mm -hmm. um i finished up like a couple books for ib english and then watched like two movies for history um yeah i think yeah so that was in in back in high school i feel like zoom was not that big of like a factor a part mm -hmm. of my education until i re until i like got into university of maryland mm -hmm. where like I didn't have like an in-person experience until like past semester mm -hmm. um, and just starting off college on Zoom was a really interesting experience for me because it was still like everyone was still relatively new with Zoom and we didn't know how to really um, like navigate like uncharted waters kind of like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then, <laughs> I remember in my astronomy class, my freshman year, uh, fall semester, there was that there was an incident where a person from not from University of Maryland like came in and started like saying really weird oh, things. No way, like no they're yeah, they were no like way. saying slurs. Are and, you serious? Yeah, in like the chat, and yeah, it was like a lot of not okay stuff. I wish that happened to my Zoom. My Zoom yeah. was boring. <laughs> I think oh I like, took a video of it. Uh, it, was, it was funny, but at the same time, like it like it was just very new and people were just exploring like the whole mm -hmm. the whole like idea of Zoom classes and because it was so new, like people didn't know how to regulate it. Mm -hmm. Um like not until like later on. Yeah, I think I think the only incident I had was when I was back at MC. I was taking like a bio a biology class, which I was so glad that I had to do it on on zoom i think i was presenting my i was presenting my topic and i don't know if i should say this um so like, you can say it and then if it if it's like not okay we can like leave it out or oh, something okay <laughs> um so i was presenting and then i see my professor get up and go to the bathroom he didn't turn off his camera but luckily he noticed before he like did anything else uh -huh. before he went into, into the bathroom. Oh, so okay. while I was presenting, I, I was like looking over it. I was going like this, but I had to continue presenting. Oh so oh it was goodness. so, it was so awkward, but I'm just glad that it was over. Yeah. And I'm sure like the professor noticed that his camera was on too mm -hmm. and probably like felt bad for me and yeah. gave me a good grade. So yeah, it works. Yeah, <laughs> I think something uh, worth noting is that I think the first semester was I feel like I I tried my best to um, like a, a, like accustom myself with like the online environment mm -hmm. so like even then I was very much like going to class on time like every day mm -hmm. um, whereas the next semester spring semester of my freshman year I feel like I got very very comfortable with um, just the fact that I don't have to be entirely present mm -hmm. in a class because like for like for one no one has their cameras on and two like you can be muted so like technically participation isn't super enforced mm -hmm. that's why um the like throughout the entirety of second semester freshman year I was I want to say I was not very studious, studious. um I was I kind of just like went by doing like the very bare minimum and I know that's like not very good but I would wake up and just like hop on zoom and then just like with like my headphones in and then I just like brush my teeth and like eat breakfast. 
I did the same. Yeah, so it was just like a very, like we got really, really comfortable mm -hmm. in that. And because of that, I feel like it kind of pushed me back a little bit in terms of my like work ethic mm -hmm. and just, you know, just like being overall, a, I'm gonna say a good student, but you know, just like things like that. Mm, I think that's the same for me. As I was getting comfortable, I remembered when my one of my communication class would start, I would just have it running, not listening, and just like exercise and like not pay attention, mm -hmm. just to like make sure that I'm there. And then I think towards the first, like the first semester of us having to be on Zoom, I felt like I didn't learn anything because mm. it was all just like I could just find the book, put the mm -hmm. answers or something like that. Yeah, but. I think, I mean, I took, but uh, how do you say this? During like the next semester with Zoom, I put more, I guess, put more effort. Like mm -hmm. I was the one who like put their camera on, try to look nice, oh. like take notes mm -hmm. to get back into like how studious I was before Zoom. Mm -hmm. But then again, like when you're getting more comfortable, it slowly like, it slows down. Mm -hmm. So then at the end of that semester, I got mad at myself again mm -hmm. for not learning enough. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I heavily relate to that. Yeah. And um, you said something that made me remember something and then I forgot. Oh, wait, wait. Um, <laughs> what do you remember? First semester you, oh, oh, I was gonna say that since classes were like major, like all of it was online, it was mm -hmm. just so, it was just so easy to cheat. Um, Should we say this? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, they're not gonna like report us or anything. I just you know. I mean, be honest. How many of y'all did not cheat during online Zoom? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> they're probably cheating right now, doing exactly. a quiz on Elms. Yeah. We know what you're doing. Shame, yeah, shame, shame. Like, realistically, there was no way. At least for my classes, there was like no way. Cheating was, cheating could have been enforced with like, a, like, I don't know, like a lecture hall or like a discussion full of like 50 people, mm -hmm. you know? Like all of my tests were online via Elms and like, especially for math and calc one to two, no, just calc one. I was like, integral calculator, <laughs> derivative calculator, <laughs> symbol labs. Oh my you know? God. Those are my best friends, um, which that like, like being able to like exploit that during online made it really, really, really hard back when we got in back into like in person, in person. because I took Calc 2 in person and Ooh. it was really hard because I just feel like a lot of the resources that were available to me um, online mm -hmm. weren't so like all of a sudden weren't available. And so a lot of it was based on my own knowledge, my own prior knowledge, which I took for granted and I didn't really like because I well, cheated, I didn't, you know, I didn't have the like proper skills to, you know, like finish up count two. But, you know, it's okay. We we move on and we learn from those experiences. Yeah, we're here, guys. We're here. That's, that's all we, that matters. We're here. <laughs> we're here. I think for me, because most of mine are more like communications, no math. It was more of doing like projects and filming. Um, Projects. I guess I think the only thing that I had a hard time with 
it was on Zoom in my first writing, my first writing class for making scripts. We had to film a project and it was on Zoom. So we had to figure out how to like, how are we supposed to film together if we can't meet? We can't meet. Yeah, yeah right. we can't meet yeah. each other. So I think we had to like do it on Zoom and figure out how to have like only two people on the screen mm -hmm. instead of like everyone else. Yeah. Um, that was probably one of the harder tasks, but like most of my other classes if you're like a communication study major It's more of like writing papers and like doing like Communication stuff like I guess mm -hmm. reading about research. It's not much that we're not learning because it's all hands-on mm -hmm. um, But I think if I was taking like a if I took biology say like in person mm -hmm. I would be fucked. Oh my god. I would cry. Yeah. I would I would not yeah. like it. Which that's why I probably preferred online oh, for like yeah. the harder classes mm -hmm. than in person. But I mean everything in person right now, um, it's pretty good because we are, we actually have like a college life, like mm -hmm. me and you. Yeah. From transitioning from online to in person. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm grateful there was online, so then we can get through everything easily, in a way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and I think this leads to our next question about whether we preferred online or in-person. And I know you um, said to yourself, like, um, in like terms of studying and just harder classes in general, you'd prefer online because <laughs> um, like there are just so many more resources out there to you know help you. I love resources. Um, I'm, um, yeah, <laughs> I resources. Love, I love resources. We, lo we love our resources. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely agree with that. But also, I feel like there was just the, the like what you said before about the aspect of having like a, like a actual college life and things to be involved in is a lot easier and a lot more, um, like more fully fleshed out, um, more fully developed uh, in an in-person environment. Um, even if that means school is like gets significantly harder then that just means we just have to get back into the swing of things back when we were in person mm -hmm. and that's hard yeah yeah that's really hard but it's it's all just a learning process mm -hmm. we all like have to relearn how to balance uh, like personal lives and like FCA and with our with our own studies yeah mm -hmm. if you think about it it feels like we were the pandemic just started yesterday and then we were on zoom and now we're back here, but it's been, what, like two, three years? I think it's kind of crazy just to think Has about it. Has it been really three years yeah. since the pandemic? It's, wow. It feels like it was like yesterday we were just on Zoom for a day, and then we came back the next day, yeah. which was two years after, so. But that's okay. I think yeah. I agree with, you said, like, how we were balancing our life, like, in person with classes and FCA and things like that. Mm -hmm. I think I really enjoy the commuting part of it because I like to drive and like be at a certain place at a certain time. And it feels like my role is important to be at a certain place. Mm -hmm. So it'll help me motivate myself to like get up early in the morning and mm -hmm. go to class and try to learn something mm -hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Um, and I think that was really difficult to do when we were online because we were at the comfort of our like own homes mm -hmm. and so we again like it's just the getting really comfortable aspect of um, just like being in a place where you can easily rest whereas like being in that just like specific environment 
at least for me, it's like I have to be in an environment where everyone else is doing work mm -hmm. um, in order for me to like actually do things. Whereas when I'm at home, it's a lot. It's a lot more freedom to do like you know whatever I want. And especially since not a lot of professors and you know like my classmates can keep me accountable. It's just like I get to do whatever. You guys can tell me what to do, something like that. Whereas, like, if we're an in-person lecture, there's it's a lot more. Um, you, it's not like they're gonna tell you to pay attention. It's more so that you feel bad when you don't pay attention, and then everyone else is like on their A game, and you're the only person who's not. Oh, just so like true. that, that whole like environment. And that's why, that's why I, like, during the pandemic, I remember that I went to public libraries a lot. Oh, to did. do work okay. um, because I couldn't do work at home. Aww. Yeah, and that's why that that's what I really like about I guess just an in person because like everyone there, whether they consciously make the decision to do it or not, like everyone's there to keep you accountable. So that's what I really appreciate about in person. Most definitely, mm -hmm. I think the only class that keeps me most accountable for like my classes is it has to be Korean because. I'm getting back in the swing of things for Korean because I haven't taken it in a few years. Mm -hmm. But then luckily, like, um, I have friends in there that are also, like, paying attention to, like, what my something name is talking about. And then some, I have a classmate that I'm studying with, like, every Friday before our quizzes, uh, which really helps me feel more motivated to learn mm -hmm. more Korean and not get, um, like, what is it, scared or intimidated. If I like make a mistake, mm. she's like there to help. Like she's there to correct me if I'm wrong. And she actually like helped me with the quiz that we had today because mm. all the things we, all the things we were like um, studying, it was on the quiz. Wow! I was like, I was like oh my god, Dang. Annie, thank you so much. Your friend came in clutch. Oh my god, yeah, she's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yes, thank yes. You. I like just. Going back to foreign languages, I really miss Japanese. If you guys didn't know, I took Japanese for six years, pre-college, and yeah, I miss it a lot. Maybe I should take it, I don't know. I mean, you could do it as a uh, minor? I could, but Japanese at UMD is really, is really rigorous. What? Really? Each class is like six credits. Oh my god. Yeah, whereas like, nor quote unquote, normal classes are like three to four. Oh. Yeah, and I've talked to some of my like, uh, some of my classmates or like my friends who have taken Japanese and like in the past and try to continue with it, and they were like, "It's really hard." I'm really? Like, Dang. I mean, you were writing Japanese on the whiteboard like I was. so freely. I was I like, was. "You know what you doing? He went to Japan. Okay, cool." Like, I did go to Japan, mm. but at the same time, I wouldn't say I'm like super, super good at Japanese. But you can like start a conversation. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. That's all you need. That's all you need, David. I mean, I guess. What do you mean, you guess? <laughs> can you can you start a conversation in Korean? Yes, I think. You think? I think so. Yeah. If it's if it's with like vocab and grammar, you know already. I think so. Basic introductions and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's with if it's Koreans. I my son's name told us like, oh, Korean people they don't know how to do grammar. They just hear what feels right. Mm -hmm. So she was talking about if like. A, if a native Korean like wrote something, mm -hmm. she knows that it's wrong because they only know what they speak. So if it was us, um, if like if, if a, the students were writing it, it's like correct grammar. Mm. Yeah, I was like learning like um, different dialects in um, 
in my class. Oh, Korean. I didn't know Koreans had different dialects or like the language. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I think some of them, like, one sounds like really angry, another sounds like really like um, <laughs> standard, uh, one sounds like a farmer, something interesting. like Interesting. Yeah, so I thought that was really interesting. Very, very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Are there dialects in Japan? Um, or like, there, I think there are. There are like different accents and slash dialects,、um, I think from the north and the south, but I feel like. Like every country has that. Like Vietnam has that.、Mm-hmm. China definitely.、Mm-hmm. Def- well, China just has like a whole bunch of dialects in Chinese. So, like, there's Canto, there's Mandarin, there's. <sighs> What's. <sighs> Hakka? Oh, Hakka? I don't know. There's Hakka, there's. It's like a mix of like Chinese and Malaysian. And then there's like. There's, there's other ones. I don't want to butcher their pronunciations. I, I know for sure there are other ones. That's okay. Oh, did you know that Jeju, people from Jeju Island, their dialect is a mixture of Japanese and Mongolian? Really? Yeah. Oh, I, really sorry,、cool. that was like so random, but that's what I remembered. I was like, interesting. Because、oh. they're like the Korea, right? And then Jeju Island is at the bottom. So、mm-hmm. since they were separated,、um, they just created their own dialect. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> the more you know, you're right? <laughs> yeah! Hey guys, our thing cut off. Thanks for watching、um, the fourth episode of the Buzz FCA podcast. If you haven't already, you guys should you know, definitely subscribe. I mean, I'm doing it.、Like. Wait, what the heck? <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe.、Um, look forward to what's in my bag videos.、Uh, they're going to come up this week. Um, and definitely look at our other videos that we're doing.、Uh, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Turn on the bell notification if you guys haven't. And hope you guys have a great day. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. I don't even know how this looks like. Bye. Me neither.